0: Before we get started, check out Almost Made the Mixtape's final single, Social Media Killed the Conversation, off of their EP, Here's to Getting Old. Ending the EP on a somber note, Social Media Killed the Conversation is a melancholic dive into the social cost of adulthood and the anguish and despair of watching a friendship gradually fade away. That's a relatable content. Uh, The single is now streaming on all platforms, and you can find them on social media at Band. Also want to take a minute to talk about The Pleasant Underground, a.k.a. The Pug. Pleasant Underground is a brand-new DIY venue located in Ferndale, Michigan that provides professional sound and lighting, literally, I was just there playing, and hosts all forms of live entertainment. You can check out their Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Pleasant Underground, to see all the upcoming events or inquire about booking. Um, and here's some upcoming shows to catch at The Pleasant Underground. July 16th, um, Jen's Apartment and Paper Lanterns coming out from Lansing, and Final Boss Fight from Flint. July 17th, The Hourlies, Macho and the Partakers, all from Metro Detroit. July 30th, hardcore show lineup to be announced on um, July 31st, summer-like season, now with real humans, plus two to be announced, um, maybe in a daydream if I hit them up in time, if I feel like playing that, I'm sure they'll have me. Um, August 12th, Dead Hour Noise, Gator Pit, plus Kill Hours, and Versus Versus, music video premiere, the show will be filmed and archived by Hate hate56 go to that one dude, it's on a Thursday, fucking go, it's gonna be sweet, I will be there. Uh, August 13th, Friday the 13th, metal show with Let It Rot, plus two to be announced, August 14th Almost made the mixtape Hey remember those guys I just got done talking about them Feast for the Crows And Easy Beach Also sounds like A show that I want to play uh, You know Kyle hey Hit me up uh, Plus many more to come Please keep checking here On Invite the Neighbors Actually yeah I really want to play That 14th show Fuck yeah um, Please keep checking here On Invite the Neighbors DIY podcast For more show updates At The Pleasant Underground If you have a local band Or are touring Through the metro Detroit area Contact the pug At the Pleasant Underground Booking at Or DM them On social media to be considered for a show i just got done playing there dude i'm telling you it was fucking rad it's unnecessary how the the level of quality they have it's amazing so check that out and now without further ado as they say in the biz uh here is my interview with common nonsense from grand rapids who has some new shit out we're gonna talk about it literally in the next few minutes because the episode's gonna start and you're going to be excited and also uh fuck twitter. I just want to say that. Fuck Twitter big time. No reason, but you know why, right? Cuz fuck Twitter. Here we go. We'll <laughs> All right, yeah, do it one more time. I'm recording a test.
1: Check 1 2. Check 1. Recording a test. Hey. A test here. I get loud sometimes, so gotta <laughs> prepare for that. Yeah, you're good. So what are you, what
0: do you like Are you the loud one in the band too? Like you play drums? No, he oh, plays drums. Play the drums. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's always hard to tell. Like sometimes I'll I'll just straight up ask like what people do, and then like I like to try and figure out though. Sometimes if I can figure out like who the drummer is or like, who the bass player is, like by their personalities or something, it, I'm always wrong though.
2: I think if our bassist was here, you would know that he's the bassist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, really? How is that? <laughs> just I don't know his look and his yeah
1: long hair, long beard. Oh, you know, plays a firebird. Oh, dude, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I feel
0: like. I was just talking to like with my band the other day. Like, there's two types of bass players. Like, if you you like if you use a pick, or if you don't use a pick. And I feel like if you only play bass, you don't use a pick. But if you play guitar and you just got stuck playing bass, then you do use a pick. Yeah. yeah. And these are like completely different people. Yeah. Yes. You know, <laughs> like the finger f- slappers. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't know. But, That's how you play the bass, though. Yeah. Technically. <laughs> technically, dude. Like, I feel stupid. Like saying. Like, oh yeah i have a bass i don't i mean I, I can play the bass but i don't i don't play bass yeah, i can right. play the bass <laughs> you know like yeah it it yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like you have to i mean you if you know how to play guitar you you know how to do it mm-hmm. like yeah. for punk and emo and shit <laughs> right. i mean for i'd like notes. to see yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i like i ventured into some like i recorded the bass on my record Mm -hmm. and like i ventured into some like melodic shit you know but it's really it's i mean i guess they're cool bass parts but really it's just like me playing counter melodies on on the bass right and you know it's just guitar stuff it's not like bass technique or anything (laughs) like that right
1: i recorded the bass on our first ep Oh, yeah? So, yeah, I kind of bounced in that, too. But you can tell that a guitar player wrote it, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think it'd be cool. I, I really like bands like Radiohead. I mean, I always talk about fucking Radiohead in this podcast. but oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I love, like, the, their bass player who just, like, he just sits back and he plays with his fingers and shit. You can tell he's, like, an actual bass player. <laughs> and it's, like, it, I feel like it's rare to find that in a rock band. Like, someone yeah. who actually plays bass properly. It's true. But, but it sounds like you guys have one of those. No. No? <laughs> just <laughs> not, he just maybe looks not, the part and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he,
2: was, he is, was a guitarist, obviously, and he recorded um, our first single and first EP. And just kind of by default was like, I could play bass for you guys if you like are trying to play shows and stuff.
0: Oh, so he like actually like recorded, mm-hmm. like he recorded you guys like as the producer too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Imagine okay. You. That's yeah. sweet. That's sweet. And then, so you guys have a new, like, cause I watched you. you have like this like Scrabble lyric video. <laughs> uh, yep. So that's for like a new full length, right? Yep. Okay. And then how long is that out yet? Or is that coming
1: out? It comes out pretty quick here. June 18th.
0: Oh shit. Okay. So
1: right around the corner. 10 days. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be out by the time people hear this, so... Oh, yeah.
0: Perfect. I'll just have to slot you in, because there's usually a few bands ahead, but, like, I don't think any of them have anything, like, pressing that they need to come out, so I'll just... I could probably drop it, like, the day of, if you want me to. That'd be sick. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs>
1: even, even, like, a week or two after, because just to keep the content... Oh, yeah. Out, you know? I yeah. I don't think people are gonna rush to our, our album to listen to it the first day. <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, hey, at
0: least you're not, like, delusional, dude. I feel like... It's, it's cute to see when bands do shit like that. Cause it's like, you can tell that they're paying attention, like to what bigger bands do mm-hmm. and they're like trying to do it right. Mm-hmm. But then it's what's right for one of those bands is based on the fact that like they have a fan base or they have right. like a, there, a bunch people of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love seeing like, and again, I'm not knocking it. I think no. it's like, it's cool. Like bands trying to do the right thing or whatever, but it's also kind of funny to like, to see them like oh they're clearly just doing what they think is the right thing to do right but it doesn't matter really <laughs> yeah it's all about
1: content when it comes down to it so yeah like, gotta have the content before so people know it's coming but like yeah after it when they can like actually listen to it then you put like product to their ears you know
0: right like how much how much stuff do you guys like actually like how much do you actually did you actually like plan out like promotion in advance like do you guys <laughs> do you know at all like what types of like you have like a content schedule or like do you have an like even a loose idea of like once it's out like what types of things Um, that you want to have to promote it or
1: my brain kind of works that way yeah like nothing's like written down or like for sure by this date it's kind of been pushed back further and further the album release to be honest because of a lack of plan i would say Mm. but like i have these ideas that i want to do and want to push out and then like sometimes it'll just be like wake up in the morning be like okay today's the day we're gonna do this like i kind of need to make content for this because this is gonna have to happen so yeah it's a lot of like day of and post it right then and there content but like there's intent behind it before
0: it happens no that makes sense like some people are different like they have to have like you said your brain kind of works that way so you just kind of at least intuitively know that like you know you have to post something you have to like keep a stream of content going things mm-hmm. like that but then some people i think are, i'm more this way i try to be that way but it's <laughs> i'm not good at it like so hard, yeah i need to be more like planning out in advance like literally to the day of like okay when i have the record because i'm working i'm like i'm in your guys's boat right now like I have, i'm sitting on a record that's pretty much done mm-hmm. um nice. But I don't know when I'm going to release it yet because, one, it's still going to be mastered. Like, I'm getting it mastered still. But, like, I'm glad it's not mastered yet because I don't know how long right. I'm going to release it. Like, yeah. I don't, you yeah. know, there's still things to do. Like, a video. I'm shooting a video. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to shop it to labels and stuff. And, you know, luckily, we just found a manager who's going to, like, help us with all that shit. Because, like, if we didn't find her, like, literally last week, <laughs> I don't know what it would look like. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's like managing my life, which is awesome. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So with you guys, you know, kind of when you say when you like, when you finished the actual recording and stuff like that, did you, did you have a label or anything like that? Like any like DIY labels? Or are you doing it completely independent?
2: Uh we're doing it completely independent. Yeah. Nice. I recorded it in our basement. When like the first like lockdown hit, we were like, well, we have time now. <laughs> yeah. We, <were> like, well, <laughs> we live we together. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Um, at the time we did and
1: uh yeah like we we all left for college like spring break and then we came back and like we were all back in town and like it had like been announced that like we're not coming back to school this semester at all so we were like we got a bunch of time on our hands we might <laughs> as well put a recording studio in this little tiny michigan basement yeah so like
0: what are you guys is like I'm curious because I I'm, I'm too intimidated. Like I've tried that route like when I was in college like I tried recording my own shit and I was just bad at it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get it to sound good. Like I could get guitars to sound good cuz I just pirated like amp modeling software <laughs> and shit, but it's always the hardest to get drums to sound good. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious like what's your setup? Like what like do any of you have like background recording or did you guys just kind of teach yourselves or
1: Um So I think we all have interest in it. Definitely our workhorse is Stephen, the bass player. Hmm. Um, Oh, yeah, that's right. He's been recording for a long time just on himself. He lived up in the UP, so, like, all he had to do was hang out with himself. Yeah. um, (laughs) And learn how to play on a computer. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And he would not be mad by me saying that. (laughs) Um, But uh, no, so, like, a lot of it comes from him and, like, his expertise. He's got, like, a... 8-channel interface, and um he works in Reaper, so... Oh, okay. Um
0: Reaper is, like... I feel like that's, like, a... Is that one that's commonly used by, like, DJs and stuff? Or am I thinking of something else?
1: That's Ableton, I
0: think you're thinking. Because I one. use Ableton. But, okay. the, yeah, I know that is one, like, a DJ <laughs> yeah. one. And I don't know why I have Ableton, of all things. <laughs> but it, it's just, like, whatever you kind of get used to. Like, right. I... Yeah. You know. I just happen to fall into ableton because in like freshman year of college my friend pirated ableton Mm -hmm. and i he would let us use it to record our band and like Mm -hmm. i i started getting behind the controls and i just got to know ableton kind of like i Mm -hmm. still don't use it right right (laughs) like i my, my roommate uses ableton but he like uses it to literally set his entire he he records like full band stuff all himself and then he just sets it to a backing track and then like mm. you use ableton to like actually set it to the click and like actually okay. play it through the monitors and like right. all the, I, I don't get it <laughs> i use it to fucking make a podcast which is like the most over the top <laughs> like unnecessary <laughs> yeah. thing but it, it, it's just like what i have you know yeah,
2: right they all they all do the same thing you know yeah if, more or less <laughs> yeah
0: yeah like some of them have like different features that are like good for Specific yeah things like Ableton lets you do like live, it's organized really well Mm -hmm. for like live sets and like I don't even understand it necessarily, but I know it's it's good for like seamlessly like switching songs and like switching sounds. I know that it can do that. I Mm -hmm. just don't know how to do it. Right, you know, which I would like to know more because I like when I do live, I play live. I like to have like, um, basically what a sample pad would do. Like for like when a song ends, I'd like to be able to just trigger a button and it plays like an interlude or something mm-hmm. but what i do if you see me live ever i go over to my computer and fucking click up the next thing <laughs> literally hit the space bar <laughs> hey,
1: that's a better setup than what i got i have like spongebob memes recorded into a looper pedal so. oh really yeah like the little boss uh that red one. 720 looper oh with, uh, electroharmonics
0: a uh, spongebob memes dude yeah <laughs> i literally i want to come out one day like when we start playing to promote the record and stuff you know the uh the bubble bowl episode yeah that that song that they play like winner takes so <laughs> dude i want to come out to that song one time like i <laughs> think that'd be <laughs> so fucking rad <laughs>
1: well dude when you play like sad angry loud music like we, we do the crowd just needs to laugh for a second yeah so, like, <laughs> and like everyone relates to spongebob yeah. so dude that's just accurate like, i was literally just talking about
0: tension. that <laughs> like it's it's okay to have a sense of humor, you right. know. Like especially when, I mean, people get it. Like if you you don't have to be so brooding like the whole time. Like my music is sad. It is like sort of I wouldn't say necessarily angry because I listen to you guys. You're more like a little bit like I don't want to say like super heavy, but it's like more punk influenced things mm-hmm. like that. And mine's maybe a little bit more like indie rock all mm-hmm. type of thing. That's a little bit more less it's more poppy than punk i guess yeah um and that's probably wrong someone who's listening to my music is like nope not it (laughs) i'm so bad at describing my own shit but point being like you can it's okay to like have funny shit yeah you know as long as you don't you don't want to like completely take the air out of your set by completely like if if you you want the music to be serious if it is serious mm-hmm. and not completely take away from that by being so over the top stupid. Right. In between that it's just like, what the fuck? Right. You know? But it's okay to have like comic relief. Yeah, you right. know, And
1: it's not like in between every song we're doing that. Like it's like right. once, maybe twice a set. Like yeah. Just a get everyone to look around and be like is this guy serious right now yeah (laughs) we have fun when we play anyways we don't take ourselves too serious yeah i suck (laughs) no that's good (laughs) the first one to say that
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i mean you know all that really matters is if you like you're good at what you're doing like you know like i've seen bands that like i don't know i don't want to like get into specifics because i don't want to like insult anybody i'm just saying that like I've seen bands where they felt like they were doing a real shitty job, mm-hmm. but I thought they were great because it, it felt so like thrown together but almost like that was their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were they were really good at that. Right. You know, it, it almost felt like the set was about to collapse at all times, but it never did. <laughs> you know what I mean? It never did. They held it together, and it was like almost their shtick to almost feel like it was collapsing the whole time. And it was like, it was <laughs> actually interesting.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, have you seen us before? No. <laughs> <laughs> definitely collapsed a couple times. Yeah. Collapsed a couple things. Symbol <laughs> <laughs> stands. They're always in the way. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but are you guys just a three piece? Yup okay and do you record that way too do you just like record it so that you don't can um or do you ever because sometimes bands like they'll play live but on the record it'll be different like they'll have more layers and shit like Uh, oh
1: we definitely got layers um i wouldn't say that i like stray away from like what i play live but like to the average listener you don't even hear the 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 difference between like a dirty guitar track and like a clean guitar track you need them both there so like yeah um just like little nuances here and there just to add, add a little bit of dynamics to it. Yeah. For the most part, I'm playing. Yeah. I play live.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, with drums, it's like really not a whole lot. You can, I mean, there's different things like with drums, like sometimes I hear like bands where the, an entire song, the drum track is electronic. And I just mm-hmm. think like, what's the drummer going to do Right. when you play live? <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I definitely think that too. Yeah. I'm like,
0: like yeah it sounds better i guess right i mean for that song
1: sure i prefer
0: live drums yeah but like sometimes electronic drums are sweet Mm -hmm. but then it's just like what do you fucking do (laughs) you know but um do you guys all sing too or do you guys just have uh i've seen some three pieces that like they literally all like harmonize and shit
1: um no it's just me and rocky yeah um as of right now which the fact that he plays drums and sings. Yeah, that's than what I was kind of curious about the most is if you, if you <laughs> like my drum. mind. But
0: yeah, I can't do that. Like I can barely sing and play guitar, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah. that's that hard. Struggle. But uh, yeah, I mean, was that something that you've always done? Do you think it just kind of like came to you because you've always done it, or like did? Yeah, you, I yeah. mean,
2: even since like the first the first band that I was in when I was very young, like 12, 13 was like. Um, they were like, "We need somebody to sing backup," and they were like, "Well, Rocky's a good singer," and I was like, "Well, I guess I can try to do both, and we'll see how it goes." And yeah, I guess just doing it a lot, like,
1: yeah. kind of became a, a natural a, thing. There's a video on the internet of Rocky at like 11 years old playing like the main stage somewhere, like, <laughs> just absolutely killing it, like <laughs> singing backups and playing drums. Like you can't even see him behind the drum set. Yeah, he's
0: tiny. <laughs> yeah dude. I I I remember seeing like. He actually kind of looks like you. Uh, I saw this band at the Loving Touch one time. It was... Uh, it was... this The artist is called Andres. It was like, you know, he, he tours with like Strawberry Girls a lot and things like that. But his backing band, literally, they looked like they had like permission slips in their <laughs> pockets. Like they looked like they were in high school. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" I was like, "Are your parents here, like on tour with you?" <laughs> right. I was jealous though. I'm like, Who signed the permission. Yeah, slip. <laughs> dude. I'm like, this is like so much cooler than my life was when I was that age. Right. <laughs> like,
1: Where, where's Jack Black at? This is yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Oh man, we could go on a rabbit hole to school of rock. <laughs> oh man, that like the A cast movie that changed
1: my life <laughs> dude
0: yeah like i was thinking like naming my top five movies the other day and i was like at first trying to be like really like uh, I'm i'm artsy i'm smart like what's <laughs> yeah. what's the right five you know I'm, like good fellas and like good goodwill hunting shawshank redemption and i usually get to around like number four and i got it and i'm like probably school of rock yeah, man. <laughs> i mean like the movie
1: rules absolutely
0: I was on a plane and I watched it without sound. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude, that sounds That's how so much I know
0: that movie. Dude. No what? headphones, no subtitles. I just,
3: just blank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, rock. Let's that's rock. The thing, dude. I was like, I was like, the girl
0: next to me is probably like, what
1: the f? <laughs> Best plane ride of your life. Dude, yeah. Yeah.
0: It was fun. But dude, like that. Have you guys heard about all the shit that's gone down, like since then with like the cast? Not really. About to get okay. This is gonna get. We're gonna go down. (laughs) (laughs) Because all right. Well, first of all, rest in peace. Freddie died, like last week.
1: Yeah. No, I actually did see that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The drummer's dead. Yes. Sad. (laughs) What happened? I don't even know, dude. All I know is he's dead. Unfortunately, (laughs) obviously, I'm not trying to make light of that, but like, it's just crazy. And then the guitarist Zach got in trouble for like stealing guitars.
3: Oh my god, <laughs> like, like, man! Of all things, dude.
0: Like you're a legend. <laughs> you're Zach, dude. Like, someone will give you a guitar, probably. <laughs>
2: yeah. you don't have like endorsements, like
0: I <laughs> know. He's like, don't you like have? Weren't you playing a Gibson Les Paul in the end in the credits scene? <laughs> like they didn't just let you keep it, right? <laughs> yeah i just thought that was weird but yeah we'll we'll get away from that i'm curious like i try to organize this podcast like in my head as i fly but it doesn't ever work (laughs) i think that's what makes it work though. but yeah i mean again i said this off here but i appreciate you guys actually fucking driving here in the monsoon
1: well, outside. I got, had to give the new town and country a, a good old rip across the street. Yeah, stage, dude. it's <laughs>
0: sweet. Like, I'm jealous. Like, I wish I had a van. Like, I, I need, I have a five-piece band now, though, so it's like, I need to, like, probably get one of those fucking, like, right? GMC, like, 3500s or something. Right? Those big white church bands. Committing
1: to the gigs coming back by buying a van, you know, taking uh, a loan out. Yeah. Being an adult. and
0: No, like, I'm buying this house. <laughs> and nice. From my grandma. My grandma owns it, so she's okay. giving me, like, a killer deal on it. And I think, I mean, this is boring adult speak, but like, she's giving me such a good deal that I'll have like equity already in mm-hmm. the house. Like, cause I'm spending, buying it for significantly less than what it's worth. So you can take like a loan out based on how much equity you have. Okay. So it's like if I, if I buy it for like 30 grand less than, what it's appraised at then like of that 30 grand i'm like eligible to take a loan out of like a specific percentage of that okay and i think i'm gonna do that and buy a van yeah that's a solid move yeah (laughs) i mean i'm gonna you know pay off some like small lingering debts like adult stuff right do a little bit of remodeling like my dad and i see the wood floor we're completely redoing the wood floors that's why the upstairs is um, next time you guys, you guys come back, which you're always welcome, you know, I always tell bands, come back. Um, the whole upstairs will be like a podcast studio. Uh, yeah. yeah, I painted it this past weekend. I'm redoing the floors this weekend. And like, so unfortunately you guys are one of the last bands that'll have to do this <laughs> because I'll be like up there. This like, is intimate though. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. He's yeah. the man's bedroom. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I had my, uh, well, I had his band. Well, there's one guy over, Ian from his band, Easy Beach and now he's in my band but I think the reason he's in my band now is because we had did it in my room right. and I feel like that intimacy he just felt like a part of the crew right. already yeah, <laughs> but like I felt like at first he was a little bit weirded out and I, I don't I don't <laughs> mind saying that because we're friends now but like <laughs> He's like, are we doing it in here?
3: <laughs> he
0: didn't say that, but I'm yeah. like, yeah, you think it. <laughs> it's fine. I told him he could sit on the bed if he wanted to. And people i don't—people I, can, but they just don't, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I like get like one it. of those spaces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't know what's been going on. I don't blame you for that. <laughs> it could
1: be like two-year-old sheets. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Dude, how often do guys actually wash their sheets? You don't have to answer that.
1: Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Like is a girl coming over this weekend? All right, I'll wash it. <laughs> See, I actually have a bad story about that because my last job, I like did hockey laundry every day, and I am getting ringworm from it. So mm-hmm. I had to wash my sheets every fucking day, and oh, that sucked. <laughs> fuck. Yeah,
0: that's when you invest in like multiple
1: sheet sets. Yeah, that's what I had going, you know, and
0: <laughs> try like not to a rotation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so do you do you uh, you still play hockey? Uh, I do not play. Well, I mean, I played drop-in this morning. Oh, okay. No, I, yeah, don't, that's... I don't play any competitive hockey.
0: Yeah. I, I played hockey all through, all through, like, from when I was, like, eight through okay. high school. Yeah. And then now I just, like, sometimes do drop-in. Right, yeah. My room- roommate does, too. We're both, like, hockey-playing musicians. Nice. Which oh, yeah. yeah, is, that's fun. It's the best way to do <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, by the, my senior year, like, we were just all, like, smoking weed and no one cared. And, right. You know, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I was like, I cared more about guitar at that point, anyway. Yeah, I feel that. But um, yeah, so yeah, like I said, jumping all over the place. But I wanted to ask about uh, so talked about the production of this LP that you guys you guys kind of oh, did it yourselves. Yeah. Did you um, did you mix it yourself? Did you do mastering things like that? Did anybody like outside the band like have any um, like? fingerprints on it at all
1: so again that would have been like all steven yeah um he he did all the the mixing and mastering on it um i did send it to a friend of mine that uh works at river city studios in grand rapids just to have him put ears on it he's like yeah he was like pretty early it was like pretty rough at that point he's like i would i would send this out and get it like professionally mixed and i was like no, but you don't know what my guy can do, you yeah, know? What I mean? yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like, so like I'm super happy with how they sound now and uh definitely worth the time that we put into them and yeah.
0: Um no, I was gonna say they do sound good. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's it's always good to have uh someone outside the band, even if like you got a guy in the band who knows what they're doing. Right. Like producers will tell you that. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, you know, my my buddy uh Tyler Floyd who does a lot of bands around here does a lot of mm-hmm. records oh, yeah. around here he uh you know when he does his own band like parkway in columbia like he'll he'll mix it himself he'll do it himself but i think you know i'm pretty sure sorry tyler if i'm like putting words in your mouth but i'm pretty sure he will like have other people like you know yeah work on it or like lend a fresh set of ears and things like that cuz when you're especially when you're working on your own stuff for so long you'll probably spend more time on it than you would a regular project mm-hmm. and you can become like kind of deaf to bad sounding stuff because like you're so enveloped in like your thing and the way it sounds that like Mm -hmm. it becomes the new normal for how things sound and you forget like what you forget like how to compare it to other things because you're like you're so familiar with it yeah and then you listen to something else and it sounds so much better and you're like yeah why is this like this all of a sudden
1: (laughs) I think that's also played part of why it has like we recorded we were finished recording like a year ago um but that's why it's taken so long to come out and like have the, the masters like finalized was just like taking time away from it and like letting life happen around, you know, we've all, we've right. all moved on since, since we even recorded. So just walked away and listened to it again, you know, like a month or two later and hear it differently and yeah. kind of hone it in that way.
0: Yeah. The test is too, is just like car speakers yep. throwing on <laughs> that the car. Absolutely. And uh, it's sad to say, but like, honestly like airpods you know because you just got you i mean you want it to sound as good as possible like on good speakers yeah but then you also want to know what it's what most people are gonna be listening on yeah like if you can get it to sound good like literally just fucking playing on an iphone right then that's a good sign yeah you know definitely but people
2: are gonna listen to it that way like you hate to think about it but i know
0: (laughs) is not like the worst feeling like sending your music to someone i'm i'm the worst about like Always wanting to be like, if I send it to somebody, I'm like, all right, well, you should probably listen with headphones and like, it's not mastered yet, so we should probably turn it up and just keep right. in mind, blah, 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 you know, and it's just like, dude, no one gives a fuck. No, 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 no one knows what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, no one cares about your music. Like, no.
2: <laughs> yeah, Literally no.
1: <laughs>
0: they just want to see if you sound terrible or not.
1: Right. Like, if you don't sound
0: terrible, they're like, okay, cool. The, yeah. the
1: best backhanded compliment is like, yeah, you guys are like actually pretty good. (laughs) Like like I had no hope for you guys being any sort of good. That's my (laughs) fucking
0: favorite though. Like when you know you have something that's good (laughs) and you send it to somebody like the, uh, the initial assumption is that it's going to suck. Like, you know what I mean?
1: You're doing music. It sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I get that because
0: most music sucks. Yeah. Like like if you think about like all the bands, most of them suck you yeah. know like just if you like every band that exists most of them suck like just percentage wise
1: even just you know? to you most of them suck and then to somebody else those most to suck are completely different bands you yeah know? like uh, oh it's so yeah. judgmental and that's also cultural true. and it's yeah kind of crazy like that way too you know yeah
0: and that's also true and i mean I, I so i get though when people assume that it's just not gonna be good right or they're not gonna like it yeah if it is kind of good mm-hmm. but like when you know you have something that's like at least respectable right which is that's my favorite i love sending music to people mm-hmm. when they if they ask for it or whatever you know i try not to shove down people's throats i mean mm. when it's out i will right yeah <laughs> but i'm not sending i'm not trying to shove like unfinished mixes and shit down people's throats no
1: yeah. I'll, I'll, i've been sliding them out to like friends and stuff you know yeah Just like hey like what do you think of this like yeah what, what about this song like yeah yeah compare a couple to to each other and yeah, normally get a pretty good response or, like, hey, I like this one better. Or, There's something weird happening with that one, you know? like Right. Or, or a lot of times it would be like, that one sounded weird. Well, what sounded weird? I don't know. It just sounded <laughs> weird. Like, yeah. all right, thanks. That yeah. helps, but no. <laughs> Dude, I, like,
0: stopped talking to a girl one time because she I sent her a song and she said it was too long. <laughs> so, like, I didn't immediately stop talking to her, but, like, that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> And it was only like four and a half minutes, and I was like, "That's yeah. too long." I'm like, "All right, dude, this isn't gonna work." <laughs> it's a true story. More easily. Yeah, I was like, "Oh no!" And then she like sent me like young gravy. She's like, "I like this." And I was like, Oh, "Okay." Oh, <laughs> oh that
2: explains it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: She's on that young gravy tip, dude. I was like, All right, dude. But uh no, it's fun. It's fun like getting people's reactions when they like underestimate you or whatever. I mean, naturally, it's it's or, not like oh if the, the haters fuel me it's not like that right but it's it's you know like I, I feel like i have a right to feel this way like music is the thing that i'm probably the best at of all the things that i do mm-hmm. or have ever done right you know so like i feel pretty comfortable thinking like all right if, even if they don't like this they're gonna at least respect that i'm competent at it right You yeah know? It, it's just a nice feeling because we all have egos dude whether we admit it or not like musicians like to get on a stage and to, to to assume that people it's worth people's time to watch you fucking you know what i mean right just like twiddle your thumbs up there i mean like <laughs> it it's it's worth it i mean it, you know it's it's um you have an ego you know and that's okay but it's it's nice to feed it sometimes
1: right you know like yeah.
0: it's okay as long as you like keep it in check because i think you kind of have to have like so sort of like control like a controlled use of your ego you know what right. I mean? To where, like, you have to have a little bit of confidence yeah, in what definitely. you're doing. Yeah. You know?
1: You have to know the right place to put yourself in a situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you don't... No one wants to see the band that's up there just, like, staring at their feet the whole time yeah. if it's not shoegaze. And, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like if, Right. Like, your guys' music. It's energetic. Like, it's upbeat and stuff. It's, like, it's maybe even, like, thrashy sometimes, you know? Like, where I could see you guys getting into it. Mm-hmm. But if you were just, like, up there playing that music, just kind of, like, staring, you know what I mean? It would be like, what the fuck is this? Dude. Yeah, no. You wouldn't even be able to play it right if you, were, if you weren't, like, getting into it. I Definitely. It. You yeah, know what I mean? No, there's,
1: like, there's especially no you, like, the drums
0: and shit, like, I don't know how you would even, like, not, like, get super into it, like, yeah. playing it that fast. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even get how that would look.
1: I, I got a, also a really great backhanded compliment at a show one time. It's like, a dad, and he was like, He's like, you know, you can't can't tell let anyone tell you that you don't go up there and give it the best shot you can. <laughs> 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 yeah. Does that mean you liked it or? Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely go up there and jump around and have a good time, and like I'm there for a reason. Like I wanna like. <laughs> enjoy myself while i'm up there and like i want other people to enjoy yeah i'm yeah. there too so
0: it's like when you're like on the ice and you just keep like falling but you're going super hard and then you get off like good hustle bro. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really accomplish anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> but showed heart yeah. <laughs> that's what really
3: matters I think,
0: day, huh?
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah um but i love it if, if i make anyone react to to the, what i do or or yeah say anything like to say something to me after a show like that that feels really good every time yeah um,
0: i'm curious like what do you guys like um what what are some bands that like sort of influence your sound or maybe even like live performances that you've seen from bands that kind of like make you think like oh i want to be like that or that looks like what i'm into type uh, of thing
1: um i think like the first band that comes to mind is like one of the first bands that i went and seen at like warp tour in like 2012 was uh, new fun glory oh, so just like yeah. head banging high energy jumped around moving around um i dig that shit yeah um, i'm super into like hardcore music too so like i've I, like i fuck with cu- counterparts super heavy oh so, like, yeah i've seen counterparts you know just yeah never a dull moment and like mm-hmm. moving around as much as possible and yeah get other people to bang their head or something you know yeah <laughs>
0: fucking newfound glory was the first record i ever bought that wasn't uh like backstreet boys or something. <laughs> yeah sticks and stones oh, yeah. and when i was in like sixth grade <laughs> nice I remember buying yeah that and listened to it all the time yeah
1: i would have been like
2: eighth grade when i got into them so
0: oh yeah
1: yeah i grew
2: up on uh like green day and i saw them when i was like 10 or something and that was like probably the first like real concert i went to and i was yeah. like that was like so much fun because they made it so much fun like they interacted and they put on a show you
0: know (laughs) yeah yeah they definitely do that like from the videos i've seen i've never seen green day unfortunately but i've always like when american idiot came out like i was already a huge green day fan Mm -hmm. and to to date myself i was in eighth grade when american idiot Mm -hmm. came out um but i just remember like being completely obsessed with that like the whole like rock opera thing (laughs) right yeah it like inadvertently kind of uh, like because the music I make doesn't sound like Green Day at all, mm-hmm. but that got it really got me into the whole like music as art type of thing, yeah,
2: right? As a concept, like conceptual yeah,
0: campaign. yeah, that. And then like I got into more like say anything as a real boy, yes, um, like that type of that is probably the first thing that really started like shaping my own songwriting because mm-hmm. like I was I don't know sixteen when I first started listening to that and like, right. That was right around the time I started writing music, not just, like, copying. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, writing tabs or playing tabs and things like that. Right. You know, like, say... I love them, like, how interesting the song structures are. Mm -hmm. And American Idiot, too, will have this, too. Like, I mean, not as much as Say Anything, but, like, you know, especially, like, on the long songs, like The Jesus of Suburbia and that type of shit, like, these, like, (laughs) nine-minute epics where, like, it keeps changing. Like, I love... Uh interesting song structures like that i I think like it gets boring to me to like have it just a song like when you can literally copy and paste parts in every song Mm -hmm. that are just like the same like i mean to each their own i I just i get i have add so it's like i have to (laughs) right yeah i have to have more you know definitely
1: i feel that it's definitely like i try to write pretty intricate and like songs are like progressive that they're moving forward so yeah even if like songs have a chorus, like. Maybe the last line changes and involves by the end of the song. So yeah, like the first chorus means one thing, but the last chorus is kind of like a yeah a resolve and like getting over a situation. Type yeah, type feeling.
0: Yeah, and I think like you know, for just like a general songwriting tip for anybody—not for you guys, but but just for anybody that's like listening or like even wanting it—is like you can. You don't have to try that hard to to make the song structures slightly more diverse. Like you can literally go verse chorus verse chorus, but just like change something about the second iteration of each one of those things. Mm-hmm. Like play it in a in a different octave or change the beat. Like just don't do the same thing yeah. Right. twice. Yeah, you know what I mean. Unless it's like really purposeful to to repeat it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just do these little things to change it up definitely and like same with vocal production too like you can you can like in the second chorus you can just like add a layer of like a lower octave to the Mm -hmm. vocal or something you know like little things that like if you don't think about it i mean then i'm obviously if you don't think about i don't know what i'm trying to say like if it's you might not think about it but if
1: you just do you don't hear if you here without it there you're like oh something's yes. missing but like yes. if it is there you're like oh that's someone singing you know yeah it's like yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly like little things that like you wouldn't if, if you took it away and heard it you'd be like something's missing i don't know exactly what
1: i think we ran in a lot of that uh recording vocals on our album because like me and rocky did that mostly on ourselves yeah um and like we would just sit there and like, we would record vocals for like two, three songs in a night. It was all in our house. So we didn't have to like worry about time or whatever. And then like the next day we go and listen to it and be like, well, wait, now we got to go and like add three more layers to like yeah. this part because <laughs> like it just doesn't sound full, you know, it's just yeah. like, it's not all there. So yeah,
0: all- I love having, like, I wish that I had like the skill to do it myself. Cause that sounds really, it's, it's nice to have like that, no pressure yeah like no time frame necessarily mm-hmm. like you're not under like the, the I, I say this sounding like who wants to be on a label but you don't have the fucking like a label breathing down your neck saying we need it by this date or whatever right yeah. which or be a great even, problem to have even but, like. just like
1: <laughs> if you're still being independent uh like booking studio time you know when you go into that studio you better have your songs down and like get them down as quick as yeah. possible or else yeah. you're paying you know
0: yeah so, so that- uh yeah oddly enough that's the problem i put myself in yeah was, like <laughs> i uh i say this sometimes i've said it before on the podcast like I'm talking about like how like what my process was for recording the record and stuff but it was like i i say this as if it was like a, a choice that i made it wasn't necessarily but like i just just so happened that like i recorded it all ass backwards like my drummer quit before like i already had studio time booked and then the drummer quit and mm-hmm. normally you record drums first, right? You know? Yeah. So I already booked the time, so I messaged to the producer. I was like, "Hey, is there any way I can like reschedule this or blah blah blah?" And he talked me into just coming in, and like I, I mean, since luckily I wrote the songs, so like I know them, so I literally recorded guitar first and mm-hmm. didn't have a drummer. Like, didn't know what I was gonna nice. do found a drummer and then so i had all the guitar tracks like one guitar track per song that was like the main guitar okay and then i recorded the had my buddy record the drums to them somehow we did it you know but then the rest of it like i didn't really know like i had the main vocal for everything too right that i knew but i i basically wrote and because i was the only one paying for it i was able to do this Mm -hmm. do it this way but like i wrote the songs progressively like session by session in the studio right so it's kind of unique in that way like mm-hmm. when you hear the finished product it's just like people wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell by hearing it but like right. so much of it was just like put together in the um, studio yeah. but yeah. it's a lot of money and right. it's like a lot of like if i had a band that we're all splitting the money mm-hmm. to pay for it you definitely don't want to do that because right. like you're just wasting people's time and money. But when, when it's just you, you can kind of do that. And when it's just you guys doing it yourselves, you can fuck around, you can experiment. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, I like being able to do that though. Like I think in the future, that's something I will take. Like, you know, I think in the future I want to have more of the songs down going in, but just mm-hmm. so that I can have more time to experiment Right. with, with other shit. And, right. um, mm-hmm. Curious, like, does there anything that comes to mind that like were like interesting things that you did to like get certain sounds, like like interesting like techniques? Like sometimes you see like people recording vocals in a bathroom or something like that, or to get like weird reverb. Did you guys just go pretty like straightforward with everything?
2: Um, we did for I think like one or two of the songs on some of the more like like scream screamy vocals, mm-hmm. we would put we were in a basement, so it kind of had that natural like yeah. stone chamber kind of reverb Mm -hmm. we would just put like a mic on like the other side of the room and like record across the room basically to give it like that natural sound
1: yeah when he says across the room he actually means in like this little tiny pit off the end of the basement (laughs) like (laughs) the room we recorded in was like seven by ten feet like yeah. little oh, tiny okay. michigan basement with like a furnace in it you know yeah like, <laughs> yeah like, that's even where we did the drums like everything was yeah. recorded down there so like it, it was it's actually yeah. surprising to listen to the music and be like wow that's where that came out of because yeah it's
2: it was a very tight space and we did do some in Andy's bedroom because yeah it had a more natural reverb sound that we were kind of going for yeah
1: yeah there's an acoustic guitar on the album that we did in the mid- yeah. bedroom and a couple vocal songs,
0: yeah, I think it's like a really it's definitely a skill, it's a talent to be able to like get the most out of any sort of sound situation mm-hmm. like there's obviously things that are not ideal, and you don't want to have every single track on a on a song be like a less than ideal sound situation, but right. like I always say that, like, if if any any one sound of something, say like a random guitar tone or a vocal tone, like no one sound is bad if if you put it in the right context, mm-hmm. you know. Like if you take, like, Vampire Weekend is a band, for instance, that like they'll take songs where they'll have like a piano that was recorded on a, like a phone memo, right? And by yeah. itself sounds like shit, mm-hmm. but the way they mix it with like really lush. Like electronic drums and like a really lush vocal sound mm-hmm. and like just different, they add all these different sounds together that like each one by itself might not be good, but like they, right, they can just like hear it. They find a way to like blend those things together that yeah. I think is really interesting, you know.
1: Yeah, we also did a thing on the daily clueless, which is the last song in the album, um, where like we literally just took like the dr- like it's a pretty soft like quiet guitar part to start. And we took the drum throne and just spun it around itself. So, like, it had, like, just, like, a little bit of, like, background noise of, like, mechanical working. like Oh, that's sweet. Like, yeah. A little rotary, like... Yeah. Kind of, you, like, probably wouldn't even know it's there, but, like... Yeah, you wouldn't... It just kind of keeps things rolling, you know? Yeah,
0: if you heard it,
2: you wouldn't know what the hell it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so... Steve I love that type it of it shit. Just, like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's parts on the record where, like, I... Like uh my my buddy Nick who produced it like has this this microphone that's like actually an old like rotary dial phone Mm -hmm. that you pick it up and talk into it, but the microphone is inside of it. And like the phone cable is actually the audio cable that goes to a quarter inch plugs into the board. And like if you turn like the dial, it makes like a like a a scratchy noise. So Mm -hmm. there's times where I'm like, All right, just just roll a new track. And I'm just going to fucking twirl the rotary mm-hmm. at, like, you know, opportune times in the song. Right. To like, this is where I want a little bit of noise. Lo-fi. It's very lo-fi. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds like, like, you know, you're talking through it. It's like, it sounds like when you hear like an answering machine voice, mm-hmm. right. that's like the vocal sound you're getting out of it. That's so it. it's really, it's one of the coolest things I've seen in a studio. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, okay. So we talked about production stuff. stuff. Um, what about, like, thematically? So first of all, actually, before we get into that, what have you you have other releases before this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like what how many do you have before this? Like
1: so before we were even a band, we released a single, The More You Know. Um and then we released an EP like a year later with six songs, five songs on it?
2: six i
1: think i think it ended, okay like one intro song and then five like real songs gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. how
0: long ago was that
1: um that was in 2019 it was for 1919
0: okay so this is a question that i ask bands a lot and uh you know I, answers obviously vary i'm just curious like when you think about like thematically or like whether it's like the sound or like what you're talking about in the lyrics and stuff like that kind of curious of like what i like hearing like what was like the earlier stuff about and like kind of how has the stuff changed like you know for like what you're saying or like what you're sounding like now i'm always interested to hear about like the progression
1: um so like for the first stuff it was like all me writing and like it's all my ideas um like lyrics wise um so i think that reflects like a lot of my younger years like a lot of that was like stuff that i wrote coming into college and like yeah. just kind of had laying around, was looking for a band and like finally had the opportunity to record them. So we did, um, where this newer stuff is much more put together. And like, we worked on it together, like better now is a song that Rocky wrote on guitar. Um, there's a song noises in public places that Steven wrote a bass riff to. And we, we wrote a song. So it's like a little bit more everybody together, uh, right. Yeah. Music wise. Um, And I'd say lyrically, it's just like kind of the experience that anyone kind of would have going through college, you know, just meeting different people, getting, having mindsets of like, I'm focused and going to go do this thing or... This hurt me, and I'm gonna get scream laid about all it all the time. Yeah, no, no, no. More like being a sad, lonely boy that doesn't yeah. get invited to any parties or anything. So you're yeah. just like sitting in your room, <laughs> yeah, playing guitar. Uh, um, it's,
0: it's painfully uh, accurate. But I, I think <laughs> it's it, close to home.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I think it resolves really well. With like, I didn't necessarily write it with like an intention of like this is what the album's gonna be about. But just because of all the experiences, yeah. like we're within like two years of each other of writing like there's like relationships between songs where like the first song i say like like don't lose back or don't look back you'll lose focus and then by the end of the album like hey look back and see like well, you made it through you know yeah yeah so like just different mindset changes and Mm -hmm. and different approaches to like you know being proud of yourself (laughs) yeah try try to be positive as possible with the message
0: no dude i fucking I, i i get that i think that um I've talked about this topic before, too. Um, and this is something that I try to incorporate into my own writing. Is uh, Well, we even talked earlier on this episode about, like, um, me being into, like, concepts, things like that. But one way I've changed is, like, I used to try and I'd get, like, this big idea about, like, a concept for something. Mm-hmm. And i think, like, oh, it'd be really cool. I still have to catch myself when I'm doing that. Like, oh, it'd be cool. It's... But, what i prefer to do and it's i feel like it always feels better and this is just my own writing but like instead of trying to find the concept beforehand just write the music that comes naturally to you and then if you were writing stuff around the same period of your life i mean there's probably going to be some concept Mm -hmm. that will emerge if you just i think it's better to figure out what it is after the fact and Mm -hmm. then really embrace that in terms of like you know fine-tuning the lyrics or like creating like the album art aesthetic to fit that mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just, like it allows yourself to just do the natural thing instead of trying to like force everything into this one box of the concept that you wrote beforehand mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah. yeah i think it's even funny just thinking about it now is like the name of the album best advice is like you know this is what i learned through college that like they don't teach you in college but also like there's a lyric and like kind of where the the name of the album was like Sometimes the best advice is exactly what you don't want to hear. So like, there's like that yeah. juxtaposition of like, sometimes shit sucks and you gotta just put your nose down and get through it so that you can mm-hmm. feel the good times too. Yeah. So,
0: no, I get that, dude. Like that, I think like that kind of reminds me a little bit of just like what, um, I mean a lot of a lot of concepts end up being similar. Like people writing stuff around similar times in their life. Like I, uh, one of the themes of the record that I'm going to put out later this year or next year i shouldn't even say when because then i'll be feel obligated to (laughs) stick to it but it's it's like uh this idea that like if you're going through hard shit and you you try to do everything do so many things that are actually bad for you but in order to make it feel like you're doing okay Mm -hmm. whether that's you know lying to yourself or like getting fucked up or like all these things Mm -hmm. when like you'll end up probably being a lot happier if you just commit to the idea that not everything is okay right like yeah at least then you can live in the real world right right? and whatever you know little like smidgens of happiness that you get are at least you know they're they're real Mm -hmm. they're not like you trying to force something where it isn't Mm -hmm. and yeah i just think you know it's interesting the idea of anyone in their 20s giving anyone advice at all right yeah you know what no, i mean seriously. but no i'm not i'm like not not knocking you i'm just saying no, like yeah for, no
1: that's kind of it's also like whatever you know like, yeah, yeah i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i'm just doing right. my life this is what i got you <laughs> yeah. know like, I, I don't know what's good for the person sitting next to me i'm just trying to right make my own life better
0: yeah and i think but the way you framed what you're talking about is like you know like the best advice is is sometimes what you don't want to hear it's like that's personal enough to where it doesn't feel like a soapbox it doesn't feel like i'm being lectured to it just feels like i can relate with that because Mm -hmm. it's it's not you giving concrete advice it's just saying be open to shit that you don't want to hear you know that's something that like that's not necessarily you coming up with that idea and and sharing it with Mm -hmm. people. That's just something that's life happening to you Mm -hmm. and being like, this is what I've learned. That's different than like saying, what you've learned and and actually telling people what to do are two completely different things. Right. You know what I mean? So I can definitely respect that. Um, what about like lyrical influences? Like have you, either of you, I mean, do you both write lyrics or just you write the lyrics or Uh, how does that work? I've
1: wrote all the lyrics up to this point. You're um, just not good at lyrics or
0: something or I'm just joking, dude. <laughs> uh,
2: I I mean Andy's just a good fucking songwriter. I haven't yeah really had to like I guess really take on that role at this yeah. point. I'm still open to doing it for sure if it, you know, if it comes. Like if he well.
0: starts slipping or something, you're definitely, like, <laughs> definitely, yeah.
2: At
1: this point, I'm ready to be like, I have nothing left to say. So like, can so someone
0: you've else You've written it about me? the same girl for three records. <laughs> hey, there were different girls. <laughs> <it> Becky again? <laughs> but, uh, no, I was going to, I like hearing about when like bands, um, you know, some bands are different about like sharing their lyrics or like some mm-hmm. bands like um like split lyrical duties and that's always fascinating to me. Right. I always think, you know, it seems like you guys are friends, you probably have like a decent dynamic if like if you don't like something he's doing or vice versa musically, it's probably easy to be like, Hey, maybe like try mm-hmm. it this way. I think it's not as easy when it comes to lyrics. Right. Yeah. To be like It's more personal. It yeah. is, dude. And you have to like you as a lyric writer have to be like more like, just I guess like confident in yourself to take criticism, but also mm-hmm. you have to, as like say in your role, like you have to be feel really comfortable with like your guys's personal relationship to even say like I don't know about this part, because it almost could feel like it's like a rejection of your experience rather than just like some diddly part that you came yeah. up with.
1: Yeah. Um, when it comes to lyric writing, is like I kind of have like a weird like I don't really write down my lyrics before. It's just something that comes out of me when oh, I play guitar. That's cool. So like I can't that <laughs> <laughs> I'll play the same guitar riff for seven, eight months before I have mm. lyrics written to it, you know? So mm-hmm. like I'll have a melody or like like I have like subconsciously a, a set of like just throwaway lyrics that like, oh I can put like a melody to these and like oh this riff works because like this works. And yeah and like it's, like, figuring out the words that fill those spaces and, like, what I'm feeling in that moment. And yeah. Like, so, like, I tend to, like, write guitar first. Um, normally when I'm, like, feeling good in a better mood and then, like, mm. lyrics come later, a couple months down the line where it's, like, yeah, kind of feeling like shit and I need to say something. And yeah. Like, oh, I have this on backdraft. Like, that would be good for, for that song, you know? like
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I definitely know what you mean. I, I don't understand people that, like, I mean, like I said before, like whatever works for anybody is fine. Right. I but personally I, I can't relate with people that can like just pick up their one song and like write the entire like specifically just sit down randomly.
1: Yeah, no, I just, mean like I'm I can write, write, this write this song, the yeah. whole song, it'll be like, Oh, I got the chorus to that this yeah. week you know like or like Yeah, oh I'll figure out the first part of the first verse next week. You know, like not yeah. even structured out like that, but like just like as i'm working on it it's like it right. just kind of comes slowly and like comes together that way
0: yeah like if i try to like you know if i write a song, i mean it's there are occasions like every song is different so it's hard for me to even say i have like a specific process mm-hmm. like the most recent song i wrote that's not on the record like is it's the first song time i ever wrote a song this way it's like i wrote the guitar and the lyrics at the same time which like mm-hmm. i've never done before right and it worked out okay but like normally it's the guitar just comes out of nowhere like it all mm-hmm. like the guitar will all just come at once i don't know what's it's weird it's like sometimes music just like comes from the ether yeah and <laughs> and it just like it happens it writes itself like i don't know if you guys experience this but like i feel like i don't this is gonna sound really cocky but i don't mean it that way it's just like people talk about music as like hard work mm-hmm. and i've never felt like that i've never felt like playing or writing is hard work i've always just felt like yeah it's time consuming but it's not hard like it just comes like the hard work was learning to play but even that
1: didn't feel like hard work. sometimes it's stressful and like yeah when you want it to be there it's not there Um, yeah so like
0: that that is takes a little bit of
1: patience but yeah i wouldn't necessarily call it hard work yeah i
2: feel like if it is like very like difficult and hard like a certain thing then like either you just need to like step back like take a break from it or Mm -hmm. like try something else like it's just not gonna happen you
0: know yeah and like uh, that's i've gone through bouts where i like i killed my confidence because i just tried to write when i just wasn't in the right mood Mm -hmm. like i've straight up had moments where i felt like i've i've lost it like i just can't do this anymore (laughs) i don't know what happens but (laughs) it you know but then when it when something a good idea comes from wherever the hell you know Mm -hmm. i'm just like a genius you know yeah (laughs) right it's the highs and lows you
1: know yeah yeah and like sometimes it'll be like okay i got sunday off i'm gonna sit in my room i'm gonna warm up on the acoustic guitar i'm gonna watch youtube videos just kind of hang out in my room all day but like yeah focus on playing guitar and like by the end of the day hopefully i have a riff you know yeah um and then like another place it'd be like laying in bed at like 1 30 in the morning and i like fuck really, i gotta wake up and write this song really, it's gonna be gone literally just did that like two nights
0: ago <laughs> <laughs> like, i have the guitar right there yeah that's, so it's that's like convenient spot, though it out, is. And i would
1: just be playing it all the time <laughs> yeah it's it's convenient and inconvenient like,
0: yeah and like i didn't even write anything but like well, i didn't have anything in my head i was just right. like dude like Sometimes it just comes over you like, all right, time to pick up the guitar. It was literally two in the morning. Yeah. And right. I had to work the next day. I was like, all right, well. Sometimes you just know happening. you
1: got to get that out of you so that yeah. you can fall asleep. You're like, I <laughs> yeah. did do it today. Now I got to get that energy out. So that Yeah.
0: And literally I didn't write anything. I just ended up playing like Paranoid Android. My radio head. <laughs> I like relearned the riff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was just like, cool. Whatever. I'm going to bed now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but yeah, like some of my favorite lyrics though have been like horribly depressed like i just got out of bed at like six in the morning i remember the song i wrote on the record it's, like the third fourth song on the record like i love the lyrics like my favorite lyrics on the record and it was like i woke up at like 6 a.m because i had to go meet my family for a uh like a lion's game or like tailgating and i was like hung over as shit felt like <laughs> shit i was just like uh I'm like a fuck up, you know, you know, those moments <laughs> yeah. where it's just like, I gotta go meet my family and I'm like, I feel like shit. Like I didn't, didn't plan for this. I'm a fuck up. And then just this one line came out. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll write that down. And then I wrote the whole thing. Right. You know, it just random. Right. <laughs> and it yeah. just makes me, cause you said you're, you know, you like to write when you're feeling pretty happy and stuff. And I just feel, do you ever feel like, if you're too happy, you won't be able to write stuff.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, lyrically, like, I, feel yeah, that. like when I'm like feeling real good and happy, like I don't necessarily write guitar to fit that. So yeah, like, it's hard to write lyrics that are like, yeah, my life's so great because like, it's yeah, like- <laughs> like,
0: no one, no one wants to hear that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. That's like scary. <laughs> Cause you don't want to go too far the other way where it's just like, you're purposefully, sabotaging yourself so that you right. can feel like shit yeah right you know
1: and that's i guess where i like i try to put that that positive spin and maybe that's my writing process that is really long and slow is the reason that lyrics evolve throughout each song is because yeah like, i'm kind of in a different spot from where it started to where it's a completed song
0: yeah i think too like that makes sense for me because like i was uh just talking to a buddy about this we have like a group chat where we just talk about lyrics and stuff a mm-hmm. few different like michigan bands and uh which is a great idea, by the way. I feel like more bands should do that. Like, bounce lyrical ideas and stuff off of each other. And it, it kind of devolved into just, like, a shit post. <laughs> but, like, any, yeah, yeah, any ever yeah. <laughs> It does. But, like, <laughs> we are just talking uh, about how lyrics don't have to be about a particular point. Like, they mm-hmm. don't have to be about a particular subject. Because, like, what you're describing is, sounds like me. Like, it's, like, a bunch... It's more about a bunch of... Saying a bunch of things that, like, convey... An emotion and convey you know an experience mm-hmm. or like a collection of experiences that together like convey this like one idea rather than like a specific like a to b point mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah i even like have kind of concluded over the last couple months or so that like a lot of songs that i've written like are kind of over the top and like <laughs> like they're they're all the things that i overthink about or like yeah like nitpick and like are, are very like just like not relevant to most people like right. probably relevant to most people in the sense that the lyrics come out but like the way that i'm thinking about writing the lyrics is like yeah super over the top and like way too i don't want to say intuitive but that's the only word coming to my mind <laughs> yeah
0: no i <laughs> like, know what you mean do you have any like sort of were there any lyricists that like growing up like inspired you or like that you like Cause some people are more nerdy about like reading lyrics than others. Like, did you ever like read lyrics or, th- or did it just kind of naturally Yeah. No. decide, I'm going to start writing?
1: Yeah. Basically. Um, yeah. I mean, I was just like, I want to be in a band. So I yeah. Write Songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like you just growing up listening to alternative rock and pop punk and stuff, like you kind of just,
0: it just like naturally like, uh, makes its way into your head. Yeah. Like subconsciously
1: thing. you're like, yeah taking lyrics and then like two weeks later you're like fuck i like stole that and you're like i didn't even <laughs> yeah. be, like that wasn't yeah. conscious you know like <laughs> yeah right, you scrap that idea all right you <laughs> <with> square root
0: <laughs> yeah that happens a lot with like uh comedians too i feel like where yeah you know people just have shared experiences so you'll like tell a joke and then you realize like oh shit this comedian already has that joke yeah <laughs> but it's not like you're necessarily stealing it no it's, it's, it's th- that you had the same experience but someone beat you to it right just yep. yeah. saying it you know definitely but um so what about in the future do you guys think um well actually let me back up a little bit because that's more of like a wrap-up question um but have you guys like pre pandemic and stuff, did you were you playing live? You, I'm sure you played live a little bit. Like, did you guys ever like hit the road or anything like that?
1: Uh, no, we had not hit the road yet. Um, we yeah. were hoping to. Yeah. Actually, over like, spring break 2020, when everything got mm. shut down, was like our first hope for like a weekend tour.
2: Um, we definitely did a lot of like weekenders like around Michigan, but yeah, yeah. I didn't really got out of the state yet
0: hmm where were some of like your guys's like favorite places to play in michigan
1: um <laughs> this takes too long uh <laughs> i mean grand rapids is like kind of home to me yeah um at this point is where common nonsense kind of originated from so uh we had a house venue there that was super special to us i don't know fuller house if you've ever heard of that
0: oh vague, ba- vaguely
1: um that was probably my favorite place to play that was our me and rocky played our first show there so oh like, nice um just that was probably my favorite place to play yeah. just for the connection to it that i have at least <laughs> yeah i was
0: supposed to play in grand rapids that was going to be like our last like that was the show that got canceled mm-hmm. because of the pandemic is, was, okay. was, was we were going to do a western michigan run with uh you guys know pretoria yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like we're we were kind of like band buddies with those guys because yeah. they they were like one of the first ten episodes of the podcast, and so we were gonna do like a Lansing Grand Rapids Kalamazoo yeah. run with those guys.
1: We played uh at Max with them. That was probably one of our last shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're
0: they're <laughs> one of those bands that look like they should have like permission slips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're like they're babies, but they're yeah. so fucking. They're, they're so, so good. So good. <laughs> they're so good. I'm like, fuck you guys, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like the SG master too. Like we were like. Sharing SG photos and shit. (laughs) I was just like, dude. But yeah, I'll probably hit them up again, try to play with them. But definitely. But yeah, I I still never played out on the west side at all. I would love to. Have you guys ever played Detroit?
2: Um, I've played out this way with uh with paper lanterns. Oh, they they were literally just. I know. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like,
0: hold on. You weren't there, were you? So wait, are you, you're in that band too? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> wow. oh, that's, oh, dude, then I'm gonna see you in August at that fucking uh jam at the the thing out the festival thing?
2: Oh yeah, the uh I'm not sure what they're calling it.
0: Jam it's at the lakes or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like some like from like Wednesday through Sunday like festival thing out yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing the podcast out there, like they're nice. giving you like, a, a vendor spot. Because yeah. the Paper Lanterns hooked me up with it. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So that'll be sweet.
1: Yeah. If you ever want to come over to GR and just hit us up. Because yeah, got some spots, hopefully.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, you know, we up. can we can show swap it up, dude. Definitely. Because we book, well, you know, we, I mean, like me and uh, like a couple of friends that I have around here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the the house venues that we used to play are like done. Right. Whether it's because of the pandemic or just other reasons or whatever, but like. I lucked into having friends like being like good friends with the people that are like opening new ones. Yeah. Just by chance. Yeah. You know, my, my friend Kyle's opening one like um, we're playing the first show sick. at his place uh, later this month in Ferndale. OK. And then I got another friend, Charlie, who lives in Detroit. They might be doing um, shows at their house, mm-hmm. which is like more like in Detroit. Right. Um, And I'm going to be doing like acoustic shows here. Oh, eventually. Too. That'd be sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be it's doable, and plus we have a manager now. So like, she's good at like, she'll like actually hit up venues. And I feel like I've said this before, but I think it's such a good idea. Even if you don't have a manager, to have like a management email for your band, so that yeah. it, you can make it look like you have a manager,
1: <laughs> right? Even if it's
0: just one of you writing the email, just like yeah. acting as though you're writing on behalf of the band because it makes you look legit, right? To like a venue or something, yeah, definitely. Makes sense. But. Yeah, that's just like one of those little things. I don't know if it works. I just right. I just had the thought. I was like, oh, I bet you that would work. You know.
1: Come to think of it, we played Ferndale with Venom Morris at a house show. that, yeah. that was super sick.
0: Oh wow. yeah, they're a band that I haven't had on, but like I played. I want to say, like, I mean, I've played with them, but like it was, it was like this Ann Arbor, like like 20 bands played in this house over the course of two days and they okay. were like playing after us okay yeah yeah joe is
1: super sick he's like yeah My brother oh really <laughs> no yeah. like no i know what you mean not though. actually but
0: yeah Oh, no, they're good too i know yeah. they're they're pretty good I actually i think they were supposed to come on the podcast it so just like fell through or something that reminds me i'll hit them up yeah definitely <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll definitely fucking get you guys out here we'll play um because yeah i want to play out in in uh Grand Rapids, like I made friends with a couple bands like Pretoria, I think Hexing. Mm-hmm. I was out your guys' way, right? Hexing so bad. <laughs> yeah. I was at their
1: album release show and it's just like, oh they're God, sweet, dude. It was the last time I was at the Pyramids game before the shutdown. So, yeah. yeah just that. I Absolutely. played
0: with them once in, in Ferndale. I keep mentioning okay. Ferndale, but they played at New Way Bar. Okay. Which is like, if you can ever get to invited to play New Way Bar, do it just because it's hilarious. Cause, like, <laughs> the guy who runs sound is like this old dude with like this Hulk Hogan sort of haircut, and he's always wearing Hawaiian shirts and shit. And like he oh, just yeah. he's like so weird and eccentric. And he kept telling me about like how he used to like run sound for like this local news channel or some shit. I'm, like, dude, whatever. <laughs> but, and then but like during our set, he started like flashing the lights to the beat of the song and stuff. And I was just like, all right, this guy's legit, dude. right? <laughs> yeah. But yes. All right. So last question and then we'll give you guys a chance to play a song. If Sounds you want. good? Um but just kind of moving forward, I was curious. We talking about production a lot, but I was just curious, one, do you do you want to try and branch out and like go into like a studio like for the next record or like down the road or like do you want to like try to do you like the independent sort of thing or do you want to try and like find a label? Cuz some bands like they have differing um, um v- views on that.
1: I don't know if we in necessarily in the ballpark to, like, looking for a label. You know, I, I don't know if anyone would be interested in our music enough to, like, sign us. Um, I guess that's my own self-doubt. You'd be there. surprised, but dude, because yeah, I bet you yeah. you could. Yeah, like, I mean... There's I, so many little, like, indie labels and stuff. Um, just for now, I just putting it out on our own has worked. Um, and I don't really see any change in, in, in that at this point. We have um, talked
2: about, like, branching out to record with, yeah. like... Some like someone professionally. We've talked about like working with like Nick Diener, I think that that's who was, I did my record. Yeah. <laughs> was Nick. Yeah. Okay. Um, so
1: we got some songs in the works and I think they're pretty fucking punk rock and make you bend <laughs> yeah. your head. So um definitely wanna put our best foot forward, moving forward and like yeah, get get some get some more ears and more influences and like just being able to like have somebody else's thoughts in the process of like recording yeah will be good not just what we think sounds good
0: yeah no I mean whatever like works for you guys and like you know just finding I th- I would say like this is not a paid endorsement but Nick is wonderful yeah to work with yeah oh I just realized I said wonderful I didn't <laughs> uh, was, this was this god painful. damn it dude I'm gonna have to text him that <laughs>
1: But this is endorsed, isn't it? (laughs) Dude, I didn't even realize that's hilarious, dude. Wow. (laughs) But like,
0: yeah, working with the record I made is was mostly at Nick's, but I did the drums and some guitars with Tyler Floyd. Okay. okay. And Tyler's going to master it. Okay. But Tyler's great, too. Mm -hmm. He's got a studio over in Wyandotte now.
2: He did uh, Dog Legs.
0: He did. And then it got uh, Triple Crown wanted to remix it. So Tyler tracked it all. And then it ended up getting... And Tyler was like, fucking take it, dude. Like, yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Um, but Tyler does a great job. Especially, like, oh, yeah. the live sets that they do over at Eureka Records. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, if you guys got, like, a good sound out of just doing it yourselves, but... Mm-hmm. Just it.
1: more gear and, you know, more yeah. options is yeah. something that going to yeah. studio allows, so...
0: Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, there's, like... Unless you're gonna try and open your own studio, it doesn't make sense to, like get more gear than a certain amount right yeah you know what i mean because like the investment's not worth it to just do your own
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what i mean is that that makes sense like right, yeah. yeah
1: definitely you gotta pay your bill somehow yeah like, yeah
0: but all right dude let's uh let's let's wrap real quick say where people can find your music and social media and all that stuff
1: uh we're on instagram twitter fuck twitter yeah uh, dude i'm fucking twitter. <laughs> uh facebook at cn band mi so common nonsense uh, streaming on all platforms spotify apple music youtube where you de- get that music we are there only fans <laughs> <Yep>. not yet <laughs> <laughs>
0: i got some only fan stories for you i'm gonna tell you right after i hit the space
1: we are uh, common nonsense and this song's called better now
3: Yeah <laughs>